I unbuttoned my pants and regretted it. They're just like they're high waisted shorts, and so yeah. now that I'm sitting, they're like up I know my, they're like they're like <laughs> so high up. Okay, so high up. All righty. Well, I'm Carly, and I'm Monica, and, and this, this is a TX talk. talk. Follow the sultry sound of my voice. Sound of my voice. Yeah, what is that from? I know. Damn it. <sighs> Damn it. Well, I'll think of it. Um, I'm going to Google it. We don't say it out loud yet. <laughs> okay. Mm, it it's right Disney. Up. I think. It is, yes. Oh, yeah. Sultry sound of my voice. I want to think of it. Give me a minute. Okay. Well, how long? Because we I mean, let's do this. <laughs> oh, and then you'll think. Yeah, <laughs> we've been waiting and waiting. All right. I hey, did y'all. my waiting. I did my waiting. Twelve years of it in Dillon, Texas, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to our third DX talk, which is our cast interviews. Yes. So this is when we have our lovely actors from Friday Night Lights on to talk to us about their experiences, their stories. And give us inside scoop. And this yeah. week we're so excited to have on Liz Michael, who portrayed yeah. Corinna Smash, Corinna Williams, Mama Smash, Smash, a woman of many names. <laughs> yes, but yes, of a woman of many names and many talents that we all love her. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, we were so excited. I mean, she's one of our favorite characters on the show. She is one of the best actresses on the show as well. Um, and she was just a delight. She made us literally crack up with all of her stories and, and tear up. Yeah. And also I said my cheeks hurt because I was smiling so much. I just was, I just, it was roller awesome. coaster. I loved it. <laughs> yes. Roller coaster ride. A hashtag blessed so, roller coaster ride. No, it was lovely. Hashtag blessed. She totally yeah. floored us and had so many awesome stories and amazing. Her stories from her incredible career. Um, yeah, there's just, so much that we're excited to share yes. with you guys. We are. So if you don't, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at TX Forever Pod, so you don't miss another episode. And please enjoy Liz Michael. Liz, you're in Dallas? I am. Okay, awesome. I'm in Austin, and Carly's in Denver. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, I've never been to Denver. Never. I love it. It is. It is. I mean, I'm a little biased, but it's just fun to have the like actual downtown city and then be able to get out into the mountains like within 30 minutes. Wow. I'm supposed Um, to come through there. I've had an opportunity to audition for uh, Denver Center. Uh, Just have never had the opportunity to play there. And um, if it picks up, well, when it picks up, I'm not going to say that. Uh, It was preempted by the pandemic. Um, I was to do a tour of 1776 that's going back to Broadway. Oh, wow. It's a revival that's going to Broadway. And uh, we were going on a national tour and I'd have been coming to Denver. So hopefully it will happen next fall. So 20, yes, 22, 2023. 
We're, hey, things are coming back. I know. I, I start rehearsals. Yeah, you I did? start rehearsals uh, next week after next for working oh, here at the Dallas Theater Center. Yeah, so it's our first time in front of an audience. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm not even in front of an audience in, like, regular times, but I know Monica's had that sort of, like, back performing Haven't you kind of like done a show since? I'm doing one in a month, so that'll be exciting. It was all virtual. Have you done an unmasked one? Uh, That'll be the first one. Oh, well, okay. I had to sing with a mask on in December. I do remember that one. (laughs) Really difficult. So we're excited to get it. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So (sighs) Carly and I, you know, we we grew up in Fort Worth, Texas. um, Oh, yeah. 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 Fort Worth Worth girls. But we like Dallas too. We do. No animosity. We like all <laughs> Texas cities. And I don't know about all Texas cities. There's a few stinky ones. Listen, I mean, yeah. literally. It was yeah, so funny. Years ago, I did a show with uh, um, the uh, troupe. Um, oh, my God. Um, uh, Second City. And oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. and we had a, a whole thing, a bit about Dallas Fort Worth rivalry. And we sang this song, you know, and it was the Fort Worth against Dallas, Fort Worth against Dallas. But when we got to the end, we all stood and faced the audience and said, the one thing we can all agree on. Thank God we're not from Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I agree with that. I love that. (laughs) At the Um, end of the day, I have family in Houston and I lived in Houston for like three months. I concur with that statement. My mom was from Houston and I spent a lot of time there as a kid. And I went to Texas Southern University. Um, Oh, yeah. And it's funny. Anytime I meet people from Houston, I just worked at uh, Theater Under the Stars in 2019. And I I would tell people anytime, oh, where are you from? And they turned it on me because if somebody (laughs) will say, well, where are you from? I'm from Houston. I said, oh, you have my sympathy. And I'm people so in Houston turned it on me when I said, My oh, I'm from Dallas. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we definitely, no one knows what's going on in the panhandle, though. That's for no, sure. I don't, don't know, know about that. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we always wanted to start a podcast together. And yeah, we have known each other since we were eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So we yeah. go way back. <laughs> yeah. And, and have watched Friday Night Lights since high school. Yes. Oh, that's it's been incredible. A long incredible. Yeah. yeah. yeah I can't believe it's it. been that long since we did this. I thing. know. I know. It's like 15 years, I think. I know. Insane. It's crazy. Insane. Oh. Insane. Yeah, my baby girl, uh, my kids were on the show a couple of times in the stands. And, oh, really? And my oh, baby girl was an extra, you know, just a kid hanging out in front of our house there uh, in, in the apartments. And my baby girl is 20. She'll be 27 this year. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's all right. I just <laughs> yeah. turned 27 last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> and insane. it does feel a little crazy. <laughs> it does feel a little yeah. insane. Yes. Um, oh, but yeah, man. it's been so fun to just revisit the show and watch it again in 2021. I and, agree. Yeah, and get to connect with people like you. And um, yeah. yeah, we should do our little spiel. Go ahead. Yes. So like, yes, a, a, just our story of like when we started and, and kind of like what the show grew into. Yeah, we yeah. started last year in August. Um, we'd all, like Monica said, we'd always wanted to do a podcast, but then in the pandemic, um, we started hearing some of our like favorite and very high level professional podcasts go remote. Mm. And so we were, and we've never lived in this, or I mean, we haven't lived in the same city since high school. And so we were like, I think we could 
do this remote. I think it's time. And so we launched in August and it's just been an awesome way for like us to reconnect. I mean, obviously not like we were out of touch, but <laughs> we weren't spending two hours together every, um, every week. week. That's and beautiful. so it's just been a really uh, special journey. And then Another part of our journey is that I had bone cancer when I was in high school. And so that was something that um, Monica and I did together in high school. And obviously it was a huge part of our lives. And so when we started the podcast, talking about Jason and his experience with trauma in a small Texas high school, um, and that kind of story was really parallel to the show. And so we were like drawing all these connections. And then unfortunately, I had a relapse after 10 years of uh, being cancer-free in what was it, Monica? September, end of October? September. So Lord, like a mercy. month into us starting the podcast. Yeah, we had just launched, and um, so that was a little intense. Um, did s- double spinal surgery, chemo, the whole shebang. God bless. Monica Street. and I. Yeah. <laughs> well, you Monica look absolutely flat, after- fabulous. Nobody would even know. Right? Thank you. <laughs> well, Monica and I sat down like at, right after we found out, and we were just kind of like, "What do we do about this show? We just launched and." We just decided together, like, let's make, let's podcast through this. Let's like you. share this journey. Let's bring people into this story. And what somebody it feels needs like to, to be hear it. It's like going to heal somebody else. Yeah. Too. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And like Monica and I, unfortunately, just have a lot of experience with dealing with trauma and grief and this situation. So we've kind of made it a part of the show and it was in my spine. So I went, I had spinal surgery learned to walk again, did spinal rehab. This is all literally episode by episode list of Jason Street, like in (laughs) rehab. The day that Jason, like as we were progressing through the show, that Jason goes, leaves spinal rehab and goes home was literally the same day that I left and went back home. Oh, (laughs) wow. So it's just been this crazy uh, journey. My coworkers got a cameo from Scott Porter um, that was really, really sweet that he put a lot of time into just kind of recognizing the parallels between um, our spines. (laughs) Although his is not real. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But again, touching somebody, you see, that's the the thing. It it will touch somebody's life at a time you have no idea what it means to somebody. And there you're going through it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And, and what, what you're going and through is going to touch somebody's life. Yeah. I hope so. It well, it's though. been really special for us um, and for it to be a part of the show. And as you see, I'm done um, with all There's my treatment back. as of about a month ago. I thought ago. it was a like, fashion choice because it looks high fashion to <laughs> well, me, baby. Thank you. Yeah, high ground. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> into it. It might stay. So, yeah. Stick um, yeah. And, and just a, like two weeks ago, I had my final scans and everything looked good. So we've got a lot of hope right now and are looking forward to a great summer, but that's our little spiel, Monica's and my little Friday Night Lights journey. I'm sending all positive (laughs) healing vibes your way and just positivity aimed directly to both of you all, but especially you. Laser beam. Yes. Thank you. Well, let's dig into it, Monica, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, so everybody, welcome our third ever TX Talk guest, Liz Michael, whoop, whoop, Um, also known as Corinna Williams, (laughs) Smash's mama. We are so excited to chat with you today, Liz. Miss Williams is one of our favorite characters on the show. I don't know if you know that. I'm so excited. And basically every scene where you and Gaius share the screen at all is always just like the most powerful, most impactful, our favorite scene of the episode just time after time. And so we are just 
really excited to dig into your role and what it was like to be on the show. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of Of course. course. So before we get into all things FNL, um, Carly and I also grew up in the theater. So we know that theater is a huge part of your life. So I want to talk to you about that. Um, So I read that the Dallas Morning News described you as a fixture on the Dallas theater scene. So tell us about your kind of your loyalty to the Dallas community and some of your favorite roles that you've played at Theater 3 and the Dallas Theater Center. Well, I've been, I am a product of the Dallas theater scene. Um, In fact, I'm using my mentor's computer right now. I don't know (laughs) if anybody knows, but his name is on the screen right now. (laughs) Uh, His name is Akeem Babatunde. And uh, I started working with him in uh, 1990. And uh, I had done theater before then, community theater. Um, I grew up doing theater. I majored in theater. I majored in dance and changed my major to theater. Yeah, I I was a ballerina uh, from five into Uh, college. Ballet, modern, jazz. Yes, and I'm 6'1". If anybody knows, I'm a a woman of a certain certain size. (laughs) And uh, I was 6'1 at 13, and I went to the performing arts high school. But I became a professional I signed my equity contract in uh, August, September of 1990. And uh, he was a company member at the Dallas Theater Center at the time. And I, I, I started working with him and he brought me to the Dallas Theater Center. And I started I did my very first production there in 1991, um, before you all were even thought of. Uh, and uh, I've been there ever since uh, doing uh, plays and in 2008 we ended up getting a brand new artistic director Kevin Moriarty who's very exciting and and exuberant and he's all thing I mean when you see him you you can't it's infectious you can't help but laugh because he's just so passionate and and he can't sit still right and he uh, resurrected the acting company. The acting company had been dissolved wow. for a while. And when he resurrected the acting company, he asked me if I would be a part of it. And uh, I'm grateful to say I've ended up being able to originate a role on Broadway that started at the Dallas Theater Center uh, in regional theater. That's it amazing. was uh, at the time it was called Give It Up. And the name changed. Douglas Carter Bean. Uh, you would know him from uh, Tu Wong Fu and and mm. Xanadu. He wrote all of those wonderful oh, yeah. things. He uh, wrote the role for me, tailored it, and he ended up changing the name once it uh, switched to New York to Lysistrata Jones. But I was able to do that because Dallas, Texas. I, you know, yeah, that's awesome. Right here, Texas so Texas. I'm still a company member here in uh, in Dallas, and we are getting ready for our new season. Uh, this will be the very first time that we'll be back in front of an audience. It will be outdoors. Uh, we're getting ready for working and uh, musical. And and that's going to be very exciting to, you know, delve back into live theater again. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's amazing. Awesome. OK, our next question was about your Broadway uh, role. I'm, I'm, do you know? <laughs> Sorry. You, uh, you can't um, be on the podcast. She was like. 
moving my table. Um, <laughs> she likes to come on the show. Oh. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that was our next question. Okay, can you tell us about sort of what that was like being pulled up to Broadway and your Broadway well, experience? you know, it was so funny because I've done theater for so long and I've done it regionally uh, and and even had the opportunity to go abroad uh, with my mentor, King Babatunde. Uh, I've done shows in Switzerland and in Paris, um, a beautiful musical about a Dallas musical figure, Blind Lemon Jefferson. And we took that to Europe and we did do a stint wow. uh, for summer stage in New York in Central Park. Uh, but I, so when when they were like, oh, we're going to Broadway. Well, first we performed off Broadway. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've done theater for years. So when it transferred to the Walter Kerr, which is on Broadway, I was just, oh, we're, you know, and we would rehearse every day while we were in previews. Oh, now, that's one thing I didn't grueling. know. Previews in New York run for about a month. And oh, wow. in, in regional theater, you get, oh, maybe, maybe it's luxurious to have a week of previews. <laughs> Therefore, you can go in. You all know as, as theater people. Um, you get to go in and make uh, changes and things, you know, you run the show in front of an audience, you see what's working, what's not working, make some changes and, you know, but for a month, you are rehearsing every day and making changes on Broadway. And so, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) So I'm still, I'm still in the regional theater. You know, I'm like, Oh, well, finally we'll lock this thing down. Well, I have to tell you, the night of opening, it didn't, I'm, I'm going to the theater, you know, it's opening night. There's always a charge in the right. air and it's always oh, a lecture. Oh, that's the but best I the got into my it dressing is. room. It was covered. And I shared a dressing room with Lindy, Lindsay Nicole Chambers, who's a wonderful uh, actress. And I looked around and there was stuff. There were Gaia sent me a, a flower arrangement. There was oh. champagne from Andrew Rannells, who had done the show oh with gosh. us in Dallas. I, there, it was just stuff everywhere. All unexpected. But when I, when I sat down, what got me, y'all, when I sat down at my place to make my face up, right next to me, I saw some red and white carnations and red roses. And I lost it. Oh, it was from oh. my mentor. And I was like, oh, my God, this yeah, is Broadway. So right, I'm here. You're like, this, this is, it. is, this is Broadway. And so yeah. I started the show out. The, the kids, I, I, it, it just <laughs> takes over me. The kids would enter in through the audience. But my my figure was the very first thing that you saw center stage when the lights came oh, up. Wow. It was me. And all I could think was, please, Jesus, don't let me stumble. Don't let me, you know, mess up. Help me, Lord. Be with me, Jesus. But it didn't dawn on me until that moment. I'm sorry. I'm just... Oh, no, I love it. I like tearing I mean, up. I mean, this is this is us watching you his. It was, you know, oh, this is oh, it's opening night. But it the weight of Broadway did mm. not hit me until yes. I looked down and I saw those carnations and I knew they were from him. That's and so it sweet. just it washed over me. And it was it was magical. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that little show didn't last as long as it should have. I'll say that. Yeah. Yes. Um. But it, it 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 will live with me in my heart forever. I also have to say uh, thank you to the director Dan Connectus. In fact, I got a gift from him today. He's now the artistic oh. director at Theater Under the Stars in Houston at Tuts. 
Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, and uh, he, I did a, a Zoom for him and he sent me a lovely um, set of tumblers with Broadway etched in them and oh, uh, some wow. champagne. So, oh, wow. <laughs> That's so, yeah. special. so I, I see it a trash. We, we take care of each other. Yeah. Yes. I love the theater community definitely has a special place in both of our hearts. Although I will say Monica gets the, if there's a trophy getting passed around, Monica was way more involved than, <laughs> than I was and very talented, oh, but I love, loved that community. And Monica and I had so much fun. We our our short career when we would do, <laughs> when we were in it together was like, when did we join Kids Who Care? We were in a little acting touring I company. I know Kids Who Care. Through. My friend Sharan. Oh, you, you know Sharan Keaton. Sharan uh, Goodspeed Keaton. Sharan <sighs> no. is from Fort Worth. Well, she's from Fort Worth. I think her son Sheridan uh, might have been in Kids Who Care. But you would know Joel Everyone's Farrell. Been in it, yeah. You would know yeah. Joel Farrell, Lindy Heath. Do you know Zach Reynolds? Or? Uh, of course I know Zach. Zach know and Zach I did okay, Spring Zach. Awakening at Tuts. No. Oh my gosh. And the be- that's the best show ever. We yeah. love Zach. So Zach was basically our generation of kids who yes. care. Yes. So we, oh my gosh. Oh. I, we've known him. I mean, I think I was maybe like 12, 10 or 12. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so in love with them. Yes. Because yeah. he was like 15 or 16 oh, and we yeah. were all so in there cute. together. Yeah. Yes. And he had all the big roles. <laughs> and we were like, oh, Zach. <laughs> but he's such a sweetheart. Yes, he is. Um, we loved working with him. Uh, my awesome. my signature, I sang every solo with a backwards cap. That was my thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> little little tomboy. Monica. Let me ask Monica. you all, did y'all ever oh come to shows at Casa Manana? Oh, yeah. All the time. My did you happen to see uh, Godspell or Once on this no, Island? No, we've been in Godspell before. <laughs> well, I, I did that. Casa, I did uh, Godspell. I did Once on I this Island. Casa. And I did Cinderella. Oh, uh, and the last show I did there um, was after they changed it and messed it up and took it out of the round. Yeah. But I got to work with Ruta Lee. Ooh. I did Best Little Whorehouse with Ruta Lee. She had entrance wow. applause. I knew. when I, I think I've only had entrance applause one time in my life. <laughs> but I said, if I ever, I aspire to be like that. When you get entrance applause. I said, oh, Miss Mona. They should have given Ms. you Mona. entrance applause. And I she know. walks on and the show stops. because I just, oh, yeah. That's nothing but the theater. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Amen. So I mean, when I was like really... Yes. When I was really little, my dad would take me on little, little daddy daughter dates and he would take me to Casa. Oh yeah. yeah. Sweet. We I love, love that. Yeah. My, my sister was in uh footloose in 2008 or nine. Okay. Um, at Casa. Yeah. But it was mostly like, uh, kids would graduate kids who care. Yeah. And then if they wanted to stay in theater, they would come on to, to, Casa. to Casa. Yeah. Casa. They'd be Casa kids. Yeah. Yeah. Casa kids. I know Casa and kids who care was kind of like Fort Worth and Dallas. There was a little rivalry there. Oh yeah. There was a bit. Cause they're also like across the street or they, I yeah. don't know where kids who care is now, but yeah, uh, I think we were they were there. up on M- Montgomery, uh, at Scott yeah. theater. Scott so. theater. Yeah. Yep. Never we, forget it. We know it well. We know it well. <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. I love that connection. I do too. I love that. Well, so I also read this in your bio and I have to ask about it. So I read that you stepped in <laughs> for Miss um, Oprah Winfrey in a special 08 performance okay. of The Vagina Mall. Now I'm going to start crying <laughs> again. Story. I'm going to oh, start crying go. again. I'm just let's here go. to tell you We'll that. cry with you. We're criers. We're so. already crying. Yeah. <laughs> this was an outer body experience. Okay. First of all, all this, it does involve Friday Night Lights as well. Oh. I, I was asked to come to Austin to do a benefit for women in the military who had experienced rape and abuse. 
and it was called Military V-Day. And it was totally voluntary. They didn't pay me. They just said, people here love you. Please come. And so I drove down. Didn't know it was during South by Southwest. But I oh, lushed out and got, I got a, I got a, a motel room. I, I, I drove yeah. down and got myself a motel room and I went and met the ladies and they were like, well, it's going to be, it was at the Enchanted Forest. I don't know if that's still a thing in Austin. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, it I'm was, this, it was like an artist commune, but it was out in the open and people, Ooh. some people lived there, but there was art in the oh, cool. trees. And we performed across from this creek bed. And on the other side of the creek, people brought their blankets and set up and they had lights and everything. It, you know, they had production values to it. But yeah. before the show started, this little lady got up and started talking. It was Eve Ensler. And she started talking about the 10th anniversary of the vagina monologues that was happening happening in New Orleans. And, and she named this list off of these huge stars, Glenn Close, Selma oh, wow. Hayek, Jane Fonda, uh, um, Oprah Winfrey. My, I mean, she love. starts rattling off these names. I was like, ooh, that's going to be exciting. That's something else. And I love New Orleans. <laughs> Anybody who really oh, knows me New well, Orleans. New Orleans is my home away from home. I even have a, a, a fleur-de-lis tattoo. Ah, uh, you that, are from Houston. Yes. I know, but no, my mother was <laughs> from Houston. Don't cuss me out. Uh-uh. At, any rate, <laughs> at any rate, I'm I do the monologue. It was the the little coochie storture that could. <laughs> and I do this monologue. And at the end, this lady approaches me and she says, listen, don't go anywhere. Eve wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. She wants to talk Ooh. to me. me? Eve yeah. comes up to me. And, and if you, me. if you, yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you. So Eve comes up to me. She said, you're, you are coming to uh, uh, the, the 10th anniversary. You are coming to New Orleans. And I had already agreed to do another benefit because of Friday Night Lights in L.A. Yeah. The day before this, I was doing Ooh. a breast cancer benefit yeah. at the Mint in, in West Hollywood. So I was flying on my dime again to do this other benefit, you know. And so I called a friend of mine who had become my publicist. And I said, well, now, Terry, uh, Eve Ensler just told me that I was going to be at the 10th anniversary of the Vagina Mile. He said, bitch, if she told you you're going to the Mile, you're going. So we we went from coast to coast. We ran. We went to L.A., did the benefit. Then we took the red eye to New Orleans. Wow. Wow. So I get there and I'm excited. I go and I go to rehearsal. She gave me the angry vagina to do. And I get to rehearsal. (laughs) It was in the round. And I come out of rehearsal and there was Doris Roberts. There was Christine Lottie. There was uh, um, um, uh, Jennifer Beal and all the rest of the women from the L word. And I'm trying not to freak out. (laughs) So I go outside with my cigarette and coffee uh, uh, at back at the hotel before they're going to pick us up for a tech. And I'm sitting out there going over my monologue, you know, angry. I'm doing all the lines yeah. and scaring uh, Rosario Dawson's assistant because <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, China and I'm going in, and he's kind of, you know, jumping at any rate. Again, some person comes up to me and assistant Liz uh, uh, and hands me a phone. It's Molly, Eve's assistant. She needs to talk to you. Okay. I get on the phone and she says, listen, I need your your guest's name for tonight. I need uh, Terry's information, your publicist information. And uh, and and, and there's and she was just flustered. I was like, what is it? I'm thinking, well, you're not going to go on, you know, with all these stars here. She said, there's been a situation. 
And it seems that Miss Winfrey is not joining us and Eve wants you to do her monologue. And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm th- I said, me? She wants me to do it? <laughs> I'm telling you, did you hear the list Sorry, of women? I'm number. telling you, Jane Fonda, Carrie <laughs> uh, wow. Washington, Rosario Dawson, uh, <sighs> Christine Lottie, Dee Dee Khan, Shirley Knight. Uh, it, 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 Dang. <laughs> That's a room I want to be in. Do <laughs> right. you understand? And she said, oh, oh, and she said, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, just follow the assistant. Go get the, the copy. And uh, I said, well, am I doing the angry vagina as well? Or am I just doing this one instead? What, you know, am I doing both? She said, I'll call you back. So by the time I get to the elevator, my publicist is coming. He's meeting me and I get the copy in my hand. He said, you're doing both. So I go in my my room to get my stuff together to go to the, the venue. And I connected with that monologue immediately because it was about new orleans i told you that's my home away from home Mm. it was about this woman named pat henry who cooked for her neighborhood who was a and i just was over here cooking for my mentor so that it just lets you know the parallels um it spoke to me it it, the the piece spoke to me so i go up and i do my vagina monologue uh uh the angry vagina and everybody, you know, because Friday Night Lights <laughs> was really hot back then. And yeah. so people recognize me. And then I go up and I do this. Hey, Miss Pat. Hey, Miss Pat, what you cooking? Oh, that was that baby that had to, you know, and he would. And, and by the time I got oh to the end gosh. of it, there was this litany of come on to my house. Come on, because I'm cooking. I'm cooking up rage. I'm cooking up resistance. I'm cooking up a government that will care and a levy come that will now. hold. Come on to my house. And it, I, I was in tears and shaken by the end of it. And this was Oprah's. That was written especially wow. for this, this thing. Women came to that event from all over the country because Oprah was going to be there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And so at the end, Eve comes, they tell me, don't leave the stage when you finish. Eve comes on stage. She says, just a minute, just stay right here. And then she turns and says, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Pat Henry and the woman that the thing was about came up on the stage. I I just, I I was a noodle in the middle of the stage. (laughs) We all hugged and rocked and people were screaming and hollering. It was out of body. And so I get, my, I, I get to my I get to my seat and between every actor was an activist from across the world. There were women from all over the world there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was it was Doris Roberts. It was the activist. It was me, an activist. It was Christine Lottie. And the activist had just gotten up when I sat down and uh, Doris Roberts leaned over and grabbed me. She said, Oprah couldn't have done that. I'll never forget you as long as I live and tears streaming down my face and we hug. And then on the other side, Christine Lottie whips me around. She says, when did you know you were doing that monologue? I (laughs) said, right before we got here today, she said, you little shit, you little (laughs) shit. (laughs) And we cried and rocked. It was, and I'll never forget it. So I've worked with Eve since. My last off-Broadway show was a show that I did with uh, Kiersey Clemens. Uh, It was a two-hander that Eve wrote. And um, since I've done a couple of her plays, we've become even, I mean, very close friends. She's now Mm -hmm. V. She's no longer Eve. She's V. Uh, And V told me, she said, when I met you, um, I had no place for you to be. 
I'd had people ask me, why did you invite her? I had nowhere, no monologue for you. It had already been completely cast. Wow. And I think she gave me her monologue, the angry vagina or whatever it was to do mm-hmm. because she didn't have a place. She said, and as soon as Oprah canceled, I knew why I had invited you. Wow. That's amazing. That's what a, such a, what great a powerful thing to be a part of. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Wow. Oh, amazing. Such a treasure. So cool. Um, I love that. I love that story. I know. Um, okay, so let's transition back to our TV world. Yes. So we we know just from what we've read and we talk about it all the time on the podcast, how unique the set, just being on set for FNL was and how tightly uh, I almost said wound, how tightly <laughs> bonded all of y'all were and connected and how much improvisation um, was featured and how much they trusted y'all to build these characters. So tell us a little bit about like just your overall experience of being a part of that show. Well, first of all, it was no set. It was somebody's actual home. Right. True. <laughs> these were people's homes. And so the feeling uh, and the environment spoke to, you know, someone lives here. So you got that part of their uh, uh, energy you know, went, mm-hmm. went in to do the yeah. scenes. Uh, because Gaius is such a open, wonderful man and theater mm-hmm. trained as well. Um, and everybody involved in it. I mean, every single person, Jesse, Scott, uh, uh, oh my God, Annie, I, I don't get, Derek, yeah. every single person, oh my God. They were, we were happy it's to powerful. be there. And it, there was no ego. There was no, I'm better than. Uh, I've known Brad Leland for years. Yeah. Hey, Leland, <laughs> how you him on. We love him. <laughs> you know, it, it was just, it was a love fest. So yeah. you trusted your scene partner. There was trust. There were scenes where I would go in. But my very first scene with Gaius, I don't know where the line came from. If you lost your mind, it was not in the script. <laughs> It wasn't in the script, but oh as a God. mother, I, and that's yes. what I've talked to my children. That's how I talk to my babies. You with a mother's yeah. heart and a mother's sensibility. And that line came out and Jeffrey was like, keep it. That That's it. That's and it. I that's told fun. the girls, I said, move, you know, get out of the way, you move. <laughs> None of that was in the, the yeah. I didn't realize, you know, I'm just being a mama, mama right, bear. Yeah. And yes. it, it worked, you know? Yeah. It does. And I think that's one of the reasons that people connect with it. I mean, Monica and I in particular, we we both have some fierce mamas. Um, and so your character and your portrayal of it is just so, there's such a truthful, there's just such an honesty in it. And it's so resonant. Um, that we was just the, had, through the entire so thing. My first scene that I did with Connie Britton, I was speechless. Oh. When I had to tell her that she was pregnant, you know, in, in state. Oh, I think was that, that was your first scene? That again? was my first scene with her. Yeah. And she wow. was so honest and authentic. And it took me away. I, you know, it took me yeah. a minute to, to just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have to say these words to you, babe. It was <laughs> the, the authenticity and especially, come on. I, I, it was just... I, it was just wonderful all the way around. And so I think because of that emotion and the and the authenticity that everybody brought to it, it allowed us to be have free reign in some ways, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that scene so much. We, we talked a lot about just the, I, her reaction was so perfect because she's oh, just like. It took my breath away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
and we hadn't really rehearsed it. You know, you go in and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're going to do that. And if you hit your mark and she's done, and it was so real. I was. (laughs) You're like, wait, is this a real moment that's happening? It was a real moment. (laughs) Right. You you know, a hundred percent. That's beautiful. Well, it's so, you know, it's so interesting to watch the show 15 years later um, after Mm -hmm. it aired and just see how they handled, you know, issues like race and gender roles and and generational things. And um, when we spoke with Asha Davis, who played Waverly. Love um, Asha. What an angel. We feel like her best friend. (laughs) She's a sweet, sweet lady. So sweet. Um, Yeah, we, we asked her, you know, how she thought they handled the portrayal of her character's mental illness, you know, looking at it then and um, how she feels about it now. And so I just wanted to ask, you know, do you watch it back and you think, oh, we could have handled that more. You're like, oh, it's out of touch. Right. Or... Is It's out of touch or whatever. Or, uh, or I, no, do you feel like it was timely? You also have to remember the time that we were shooting it. Yes, it, totally. it was, you know, it was current or ahead of its time. I think then. we talk about it being ahead. Yeah. A lot. You know, so these things are it's it's uh, resonating with people in a different way now. But we covered that back then. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, one of those moments that really stood out to me that I think stood out to me now that I probably just let wash over me the first time I watched it 15 years ago. And it's early, it's in season one and, uh, the Williams are looking at buying a new house and, um, there's a situation where you guys go and apply for a loan and obviously are treated differently. And it's a whole very honest conversation that I feel like for that time was completely unheard of on TV for that conversation to happen in a bank. And for you to have that quiet conversation you had with with smash mm-hmm. about how he's you're not allowed to react like that here you can't react like that here look at all look who's yeah. look at you're how being they looked are at. you're being judged you in their yeah. Heads. yeah yeah so yeah so what was sort of i mean i i feel like that moment in, in particular was a really honest one um but in general just like from your perspective the way how did you feel like that show addressed well race i, I have time? to say my mother was an extraordinary woman my mother um was a scientist. She had a PhD in radiation biology and molecular chemistry. There it is. Yeah. And Does she work at NASA? I, no, she was a college professor. Amazing. But wow. in awesome. addition to that, she also uh, uh, would not sit on the sidelines. And when we started, we moved to Dallas for her to teach at a uh, predominantly black college here, Bishop College. And we started looking for a home because we lived in the faculty apartments. And my brother mm-hmm. and myself, she was like, I've got to have a house for my children. We had a home in Tyler, but there was no commuting, mm-hmm. you know, to Tyler. Oh, Tyler's and far. so, yeah. yeah. And so um, she started looking for a home and in nicer areas that we're used to, you know, she wants to live like you're used to living. And mm-hmm. she would, they would talk to her on the phone and one thing would happen. And then we'd pull up and it would be a totally different thing. Mm, and my yeah. mother started working for HUD, even after we got our house in 73. And we moved into a very uh, um, multicultural neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. It was multiracial and um, middle, very middle class. But I would watch my mother make these phone calls and and try to break this barrier, even after having done that. And she also, I think, was one of the first women to get a home in her name. Usually, you know, in 73, where's your husband? Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. So this is in your husband's name. We need your husband to sign off. She says, no, this is 
my home. Now, my father wow. could have signed it, but you know, they had their own home in Tyler, but she wanted yeah. this in her name. Yeah. Hell she yeah. Was, and she was one of the very first women to have a, a, a deed in her name. Wow. Uh, wow. But I watched my mother do that kind of thing to break down those barriers. So that also informed me, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, in that That's process, amazing. in that show. So wow. what was it like? I mean, particularly in that really moving scene where you're telling Smash, like, don't become the stereotype that they think you are. I mean, that is encapsulating <laughs> of a, a lot of things. But what was it like and how did it affect your relationship with guys to film those scenes? Well, I, again, I have to rely on my personal experience. Mm-hmm. I have three daughters. Um, and I think, I want to say Gaius is the same age as my oldest daughter. Um, and I would preach that sermon to them. I'd get in there and I'd, I'd do yeah. it a little rougher because I'd get the mama mouth when the lips disappear. <laughs> you not going to be no statistic as long as I'm That's living. That's what I do when you I have a mouth. You don't get to be a statistic here. <laughs> You know right. what your lineage is. You know what your mm-hmm. legacy is, and you know what's yeah. expected of you. So that I just talked from that mama place mm. to like a child, right and your, <laughs> the expectations are there. You, yeah. you will. There is no excuse. Those who can do, mm. and that yes. was just from the heart of a mother speaking to her child. That was That's very amazing. easy to call up. <laughs> <laughs> and then very did you easy guys- to call up. I'm sure remain obviously very close. Did you have that sort of maternal relationship with him? Of course. And I always yeah, tell him, yeah. I said, baby, your mama did such a good job. And he was like, thank He's, you, Miss Liz. Yeah. I, oh, I missed oh. calling him. His birthday is on May 2nd. And I missed, oh, it's oh. May 1st. It's the beginning of May. And I usually call him every year or text him. And I missed it this yeah. year. Um, oh. But when I, when I ended up getting ready to go on Broadway, I saw him on, uh, what was the, I can't remember the name of the show on ABC, but he was the very first African-American character on there. And I was getting ready to go to the theater for one of these previews. And Whoopi Goldberg was talking about, well, they've got the first African-American character, a Pan Am on Pan Am. And and I look up and there's Gaius. So I call and I'm so excited about him and I forget about going on Broadway. And he was like, well, what are you doing? I said, oh, well, I'm opening the show on Broadway. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I keep in touch. In fact, uh, Gaius and I are doing um, an interview on Sunday for the ATX Festival. Uh, You know, they do it every year in Austin. Yeah, so uh, they're doing it uh, virtually. Okay. Yeah, they're doing it virtually, and I'll, I'll, I, I haven't seen him since I was there in uh, 2016, I believe it was the oh, 10th wow. anniversary wow. of Friday. Yeah, and That's we awesome. were out on the on the field at Panther Field, and uh, everybody yeah. came. I, yeah, yeah, yes, I got to see uh, Connie, and I, yeah, uh, I saw yeah. a lot of people that day. Wow, and I hadn't That's seen awesome. Gaius in years. I got to see him hang out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Special man. He's a wonderful, wonderful oh, man. He seems super awesome. We've asked him to come he on is. a couple of times. He, he said he wasn't doing um, press. press, but we were like, okay, that's fine. But we just want to tell you're you. Coming. you. <laughs> you're coming. You're <laughs> coming. Well, and I remember Asha was saying, you know, he's so different from his character. Just so humble. and He's and completely so not different. The smash. Yeah. Completely and not even athletic, different. too, I think. Like, not a, you know, not a. No, I don't think he ever played sports. Athlete. He yeah. was not wow. a sports guy. 
So he funny. was so connected uh, spiritually and yes, he's just yeah. a good human being, you know? So it's yeah. so funny mm-hmm. watching him be boisterous and, and all yeah. in this. All and when he is so not that person in real life. And that's why I always never fail to tell him, baby, your mama did a good job. Your mama's <laughs> done a wonderful Very job. Humble. Seriously. Um, well, yeah, that. speaking of Gaius and, you know, you mentioned Connie. I wanted to ask, you know, besides those two um actors you know who who was your other favorite to have scenes with on on the show uh, uh, kyle chandler my god yeah yeah again again <laughs> i mean it <laughs> takes your breath away when you're in the scene with him oh, because takes my breath away I, on the tv I, <laughs> oh my god and it, he was once again it's so natural so authentic it was it was not like you had a scene partner. Yeah. I was so worked up in the scene when I find the the steroids. I was so worked up. I had oh, worked yeah. myself up into a lather. Oh, yeah, you storm into the office. And I stormed in and I was I was ready. And so when I went in, I was sweating and I was really trembling as you know, I had worked yeah. myself up. And I said, What kind of thing? <laughs> and he he was like, Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It was so yeah. honest. And so yeah. it, I was like, this is what I'm talking. It was, and it was funny That's because after that scene, Gaius called me, he was like, Miss Liz, he was like, if there's ever anything you think I need to be doing in the scene, please don't hesitate to be, you know, I guess, because it was so intense, you know, the yeah. two of us, mm-hmm. he was like, well, let me know if there's anything I can bring. I was like, guys, you are perfect. <laughs> You are perfect, Aww. honey. There's nothing I can tell you. You yeah. know, I'm I'm just still uh, trying to hone in on so what much. I'm doing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's awesome. Okay, one of the other questions we like to ask people is what are some of your, or one of yours, or feel free to tell multiple. Yes, any, uh, yes. Just like favorite stories from the show, either funny or just sentimental or Things that stick out to you. Uh, well, in your there memory, are just so. the, uh, the one of the fun things was watching uh, Connie and Kyle uh, joke around in the makeup trailer. They were just at, at ease with each other. There yeah. was, like I said, there was no attitude or any of that on the set. Uh, but one of the funniest things, and I can tell this now, Jesse's a grown married man. <laughs> Uh, when we did, um, not to have a baby. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, we did, uh, state and we came to Dallas to film it. We had oh, yeah. done part of it down in San Marcos, the, the parade. Um, yeah. and then I think we did another scene in Austin, but we did the final at Texas stadium. And I had invited because I would sing, I sing, I sing at clubs uh, and I would do a, my own night was Saturday nights. And that was a good thing about Friday night lights because it allowed me to, you know, drive back into Dallas, do my Saturday mm-hmm. night gig and then turn around and go back to Austin. Cause we didn't film on Saturdays. So that was a Saturday night and I had a gig. So I invited everybody. Y'all come on to the gig. Now Jesse couldn't have been, Jesse had to be 16, 17 years old. Oh, he should. He had to be about 17. Baby. Ba- but baby, there he was three sheets to the wind at the club. I'm like, wait a minute, baby. No, 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 no. no, no, no. And he's just as sweet as he can. And he was just happy to be there. I- oh, Jesse, oh you'll get us all put up out of here. Right. <laughs> Jesse. Oh, I'm sure he's the sweetest drunk. He's just like hugging he's everybody. He's a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Everybody was. Now, Derek, talk about drinking partners. Derek and I are whiskey Ooh. partners. Yes. Ooh, yes. Can match you. And so when we would do the um, the benefit 
uh, uh, oh, what's the name of it? We would do it out in Bastrop at the at the um, at the uh, uh, the resort. Oh, I can't remember the name of it right now. But it was a a fundraiser for um, mm-hmm. spinal injuries. Oh, oh cool. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I met Tim McGraw there, and um, oh, cool. Yeah, and they you would they had music, and yeah. they had golf, and it was this whole big, big thing. And they had done it two years in a row. And baby, one night, Derek and I, I had a bottle with me, and we sat <laughs> back, it. and he, we hurt for it the next day. We, oh, we sure. really hurt. What is the As name? We always it do. Oh, gridiron. Hangovers it, is the worst. Gridiron Heroes. It might have been Gridiron Heroes. I can't remember like, the name. Okay. Of it. We'll, but, we'll look um, it up for, for sure. But that I was, of that. course, off the set. Oh, I love that. But that was my whiskey right. drinking buddy. <laughs> Ooh, so I don't drink anymore, but I used to be, I used to love whiskey was love my whiskey. drink. What's your favorite whiskey? Yeah. Crown Royal. Mm. I love Crown. Yep. A cla- Blended there's whiskey. Like a, there's yeah. just, that's like a personality. Crown is like almost, I don't know. There's just like the, the people who drink Crown, that is their drink it's, it's their like drink. a yeah. on brand i know it's like well, a I, I drink other blended whiskeys as well i, I yeah. have to admit there's a new one that i've tried called legacy and they Ooh. tell me i think it's by Ooh. the makers of crown but it's a smooth uh blended whiskey mm-hmm. but it's so funny that you say that i have had uh three different occasions and i can count them on my hand that people tried to give me an imposter and um, pre- and, mm. and and present it as crown i said oh no 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 baby this is not crown and they're like, oh, no, yeah. I poured this out of the bottle. You may have poured that out of the bottle, but this is a crown. <laughs> You're like, I can tell. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't no. pour a fast one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. When you're a crown I drinker, was, you, yeah. know, you know, you know. Yes. Take, you <laughs> know. Yeah. Exactly what I mean. Yeah, I love whiskey, but I was uh, more of a tequila connoisseur. I love. Well, I can't do tequila. Love yeah. a tequila. Tequila. Ooh, tequila, tequila. Tequila. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> and it did. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> and, it, and it almost did. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love those stories. Okay. Yeah. What was your favorite like um, episode or scene to film that you still think back to and it was just really, really special to you? Um, the two up that, that stick out in my mind. One is the confrontation with coach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um. Uh, the one when I when I realized that the whole episode was really basically about my family when we were going back to our hometown. Oh yes, and and he been my child overheard the, uh, me talking about his yes. daddy, mm. and yes. I I cried when I got that script. I was like, "This Ooh. is all about us." Oh my god, that it's about problem. our family. And yeah, uh, that one was very, very touching to me that, mm-hmm. you know, I had to be honest with my kid and let him know what had happened really mm-hmm. about his dad. And uh, the one with the recruiter and Connie and really we realizing, just, just that oh, yep. I cry every time I see it. Oh, every time I see it, when I say I didn't know it'd be this hard letting him go. I just, I know oh, it breaks my that heart one. every time I think of it as a mother, you know. Yes. yes. No, it'd be this hard. Oh, Let him grow up. And, and that scene in the grocery store, Connie oh, is so amazing. Yes, when she, she is. Like, gets that guy here? back off. She's, she's like, like, is there a problem here? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you just need to go on, sir. Right. You just need mm-hmm. to go on. Yep. <laughs> I love that. And there's just something about watching a, a mother stand up for another mother. Mm-hmm. Just yep. makes me tear up. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Love it. Yeah, no, I mean, every time we break down an episode, any scene that you're in with Gaius, we're like, well, we, we cried a lot. We had to, we had to oh, kind of yeah. pause it and <laughs> take a little <laughs> take a little time. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Oh, so good. Well, do we have anything else, Mon? You know, I would love to know kind of what you're doing now because I'm like, okay, now oh, I'm in yeah. Austin. I got to come see you perform. Well, so. I, I and things host, are opening uh, yeah. for the last seven years um, here in Dallas when I've not been leaving to go do theater in other places. Uh, I host every Monday night a entertainer showcase at a uh, jazz club uh, with nice. a live band. It's called the Entertainer Showcase and the club is the Balcony Club. Okay. Uh, and it, I do stream it on my um on my Facebook page, I also in the and there's a uh, Facebook page that's uh, dedicated especially for Monday nights. It's called Monday Night Music Therapy. And so last Ooh. year b- with the pandemic, um, I we did it in the living room. We just would do Monday nights, <laughs> and for an hour, I would stream on my Facebook page. And finally, I was like, we need our own Monday night page. And so we yeah. started streaming it from there. Um, I'm. Uh, getting ready to go back into uh, rehearsals for a uh, musical that's happening this summer called Working. Uh, it's here in Dallas. And um, at the pandemic stopped uh, me from going back to Broadway. I would have been on Broadway right now had the pandemic not oh, wow. happened oh. uh, in the revival of 1776. It's a whole new cast. It's I'm playing John Hancock, just to let you know. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, of course yeah, you are. Will, it will, <laughs> it's, it's non-binary. Exactly <laughs> um, it's it's all people playing all roles, all races, creeds, and um, so cool. It's going to That's be very cool. beautiful. And uh, re- the, some of the music has been. I mean, we're doing. We are paying homage, homage to the original uh, musical, but um, there will be some remixes at the end. Uh, but just the the cast will look like a reflection of America. Um, And the words, when you think about the uh, Declaration of Independence, Mm. and when you look at this cast, what that it will land differently because Mm -hmm. we all are in this country together. And that and some everyone can see everybody can see themselves represented on the stage when you talk about a declaration. Yeah, um, so beautiful. that uh, the the pandemic uh, stopped that. I was in uh, San Diego at the Old Globe doing Little Women. I was playing Marmy. <laughs> oh my, oh I was Marmy, and we love um, Little Women. And I was going to leave women, that and women. go to Boston <laughs> yes. to well go to New York to start rehearsing uh, oh. for seventeen seventy six. It would have opened in Boston. Then we would have done a national mm-hmm. tour and then gone to Broadway. Hey, when you get to time. Denver. I'll be there. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm telling you, I'm coming through. So yes. I'm um, excited. all that of my Friday amazing. Night Lights fans, if you are in a city and you see 1776 is coming, please Get your make tickets. plans yes. to come and, and see that musical and support. Oh, I love it. That's so amazing. it will be probably happening, hopefully, um, fast forward next year. Next year. Next awesome. year. Yeah. Okay. 2022. But until yeah, then, I will be here in Dallas at the Dallas Theater Center, um, digging my my thespian chops in. Doing your thing. And yes. on Monday nights, uh, hosting a, a little entertainer showcase. Awesome. Beautiful. And we'll be here yes. watching Friday Night Lights. There you <laughs> go. We'll still be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is awesome. This is Thank you for having me. Grateful yes. to so have been special. able to do this. 
Yeah. Yes. And um, we love the show. We love your work. We love you. And stay in touch. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Can't lose. Awesome. Oh, this was a blast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I for appreciate your time. y'all. Thank you so much. Yes, virtual of hug. Of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, Liz. Bye. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.